Gorbachev teared down this wall. All right, and the show started. Yeah, where are we live from? Live from Morton Grove, Illinois, home of. Uh, I'm just looking. I just looked this up. Uh, we've got local legend here, Chris O'Neill, as well. Local legend. Local legend. Uh, people from Morton Grove, Harrison Ford, apparently. Do you know that? You ever heard this, Chris? Yeah. All right, Harrison Ford. Ford. Okay, Harrison Ford is from Morton Grove. Jeff no, Garland. He's from Park Ridge. Well, it says, it says, it says notable people on the Wikipedia page, and uh, so anyway, so Harrison Ford. Apparently, this is why you don't trust Wikipedia. Jeff Garland. Never. Jeff Garland from Morton Grove, and anyway, so uh, we're here in the parade. It's Fourth of July, America's uh, birthday. Happy birthday, America. Happy birthday, America. We're very excited. Everybody's really excited. Everybody's waving because they're just big fans. <laughs> I'm assuming that's why. Uh, Nobody's waving. <laughs> Morgan Grove's motto, first in service, first in safety. Ooh-wee. I don't know if that's the case right now. Yeah, I think that's pretty much the case right now. So, nicknamed the Grove. So we'll card the Grove as we're going on. <laughs> we're getting a lot of... Uh, Side better. <laughs> a lot of waves. So, Pat, uh, how you been, man? How you been? Uh, it's been a while since we recorded together. Yeah, it wasn't on last week. Uh, you know what I had yesterday for the first time, and it's not really American? Sake. Sake, that's uh, Japanese, I believe. It's Japanese. Yeah, 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 yeah. I went to get sushi, and the people bought a whole bottle of sake, so I got yeah. a bit of it. My grandma's really into sake. Uh, she drinks it with orange juice. Ooh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, what? I heard you're supposed to warm it up and drink it. I don't know. I didn't do that. But the reason I bring that up is because it's relevant to booze news, which I have for you right now. Ooh, let's talk some booze news. I got uh, booze news. So, growing up, I had tried this drink. It's very popular with the ladies. It's American-themed. It's a bomb pop. Bomb pop shop. I've had a bomb pop frozen, the popsicle. This is not that? This is a bomb pop shop. Yeah. Listen, ladies, you're going to like the taste of this. Yes. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. All right, so I don't know what those shot things are, but it's like where yeah. you put the alcohol in the middle and there's the room to put stuff around it. Yes. You put uh, like a wine cooler around it. Yep. UV blue. Yep. Cherry grenadine. Red, white, and blue. Okay. You slam it. <laughs> it's a bomb pop. So next year on 4th of July, plan, yeah. a, plan accordingly. Okay. Booze news. Booze news. Thank you, Pat. I uh, always like your drink recommendations. I, I don't usually like them, it, to be honest with you. Well, you always <laughs> bring them, but I. <laughs> we should actually do one of these. You know, we should have these. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, if anybody slam makes one, one of in these, the back of the car. Slam right one in the back of the car. It seems, when you're in a parade, it seems like I should be able to have, like, a beer in my hand. But I feel well, yeah, like the, the rules okay, are still the even same. It's, a, it's like an exception, almost. I feel like it should be an exception, but it's not. Apparently, I don't know. I guess we haven't tested it yet. But, you think uh, that would be a lot on a float? 
even though it's a moving vehicle or a moving ob object? I don't know. Um, I don't. I really don't. We should try it. I think there's only a way to do it. One way to do it, and it's to try it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So Pat, um, I was at the uh, Arlington Heights. Uh, Arlington Heights. Um, Arlington Racetrack yesterday for the Fourth of July. We went there before. We've gone there before for that, and so they have a really amazing. Uh, fireworks show, the best fireworks show I've ever seen. What made it the best? Well, here's something that they have different than other people, is you have to pay to get in, to okay. get into Arlington, and they jack up the prices on the day of the race course. So they buy day. a ton more fireworks. So they can buy a ton more fireworks. They have a lot, like, you know, all these other cities and that kind of thing, you've just got the public money to pay for the fireworks. I see. That's your tax-paying dollars going into fireworks, Pat. It's oh. basically, <laughs> you can watch your $5 bills explode in the air as they go into the, uh, in the night. So... Uh, the difference, so they have a ton of money to do that, and they're super nice. They all go to the music and that sort of thing. They had like, um, you know, all the stuff goes to music, so it, it's really good. And but they had, they have a, they have a brief window of time, and I say brief is like an hour between when the races end, between when the races. All these Chubstep fans out here, this Canada going, shirt. <laughs> yeah, you can't, no, get it today was last week, but. Um, <laughs> No, what'd she say? Yeah. Yeah, she wants to be on it. What are you going to say? Hey, I'm Marissa Rubin from Skokie, Morton Grove, Illinois, and I got to say bringing Patrick Sharp back to the Blackhawks, not a good move, baby. We could have used the money in a better way, but they're still <laughs> the Blackhawks, and we're hoisting the cup come this summer. Go. Let's go Hawks! Go. Oh, yeah, go Hawks! <laughs> good stuff there. So, Pat, they're filling this time between um, when the races end and when the fireworks start, and so they get decide to get these dueling piano guys. What's up, guys? Have you ever seen dueling pianos, Pat? Yes. Okay, these dueling piano <laughs> guys, I've seen, some, uh, I've seen some good stuff, and I've seen some really bad stuff. And this was like watching bad karaoke um, for like an hour, but you're watching your friends who can't really play the piano that well. Oh, jeez. And then are singing karaoke. I don't think I'd want to watch that. No, you wouldn't no. want to watch that. And it's just going on for this amount of time. So um, don't recommend. I, I, what I realize a lot of times with dueling pianos is that they don't actually know how to play the piano parts, but they kind of play with the rhythm of it. And they're just kind of playing the same kind of chords over and over again. So I, I'm, not a big, I'm not a big dueling piano guy. No, no, I would, okay. I would tend to agree with you on okay. that. So, um, Pat, how about a uh, how about a Jeff Goldblum movie review? Sure. Hi, hi, hi. I'm Jeff Goldblum. You, you interest me strangely. You have uh, you've uh, uh, tapped into some kind of secret vein. Why would you do that to Goldblum? <laughs> What's Goldblum ever done to you? What's Goldblum ever done to you? Forget the fat lady. You're obsessed with the fat lady. Because she's sweet and like a peach and like a juicy and sweet. Yeah, you're afraid to be too Goldblum. He thinks if he smells Goldblum, he's going to be Goldblum. By jamming them into his pocket. I'm going to get my Goldblum on. That is one big pile of shit. Goldblum is content. Uh, people always ask me how I pronounce my name, Goldblum or Goldblum. Uh, I always tell them the same thing. How dare you speak to me? All right, so here we go. 1985. A little movie came out, a Western movie, Pat, and this was called Silverado. And uh, we've got somebody else in the car, Chris here, who has some different ideas of the movie than I do, but first we'll just get to the basics here. This kid, all right, we've got somebody up here, he wants to talk. Hi. Hi. Hey. hey. 
<laughs> we got some good stuff here. So, uh, Pat here. So, Silverado, 1985, directed by the same guy that directed The Big Chill. Oh, we recently talked about We that. recently talked about The Big Chill. The guy also wrote uh, Star Wars Episode 5, 6, and then the new 7 that okay. came out. So, Silverado is a Western movie, and it's starring Kevin Klein. Kevin Klein was also in the Western uh, Wild Wild West. Okay, Wild Wild West. Uh, so people know him for that with Will Smith. He was also in The Big Chill. So he's in this with Jeff Goldblum. Scott Glenn was in this as well. Silverado is based on True Story. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. So Scott Glenn. <laughs> Scott Glenn is known for using all the Bourne series, Silence of the Lambs, Training Day. Training Day also featured Noel G, who was on one of our previous podcasts. Noel G. So Scott Glenn was one of the stars of this. Kevin Costner was in this. Kevin Costner, they said, was offered this role because his role in The Big Chill was cut almost completely, if not entirely. Danny Glover is in this, and Jeff Goldblum is in this fairly briefly as a bad guy named Slick. Oh. And so uh, this is a Western movie. It's about these guys that kind of randomly find each other, and they're all good guys. And they run into a series of bad guys and on their way to the town of Silverado. So... Silverado is this little town. Uh, it takes kind of, you know, Western. That sounds like a Western generic, town. Yeah, just kind of generic Western town. And uh, this, uh, here's, here's how I'll preface this. Chris has some different thoughts. He's in the car. He has some different thoughts, but uh, it didn't do well enough in the box office to have a sequel happen. Oh, okay. But watching this movie, watching this movie, I was thinking that... Uh, this is something, like, it's 1985 came out, but watching it, I'm thinking this is, like, 1960s. Like, it seemed way behind the time. It was nominated for Academy Award for Best Score and Best, you know, Original Music. But, like, as I was listening to the music, it seemed like I was watching something from 20 years earlier. Really? The reason I have critical things about this movie is because movies like Tombstone came out only a few years later. And Tombstone seems like... I watched, I watched both of Tombstone and... Silverado within the last week and they're only I think eight years apart and I would if you watch them not knowing what years they came out you would think they're like 30 years apart there's a big Silverado just seems very dated and it was very behind the times of what I think Chris I want to hear some of your thoughts on Silverado okay he doesn't even want to talk about Silverado he's a big Danny Glover fan Kevin Costner. The the cast is very good. I'm not going to say that the cast is not good in this movie. It's 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 just that I thought that it was a little bit like it seemed very dated. It like it seemed like some of the uh, some of the movies some of the movies that I've seen like in the 60s and things like that. So yeah, we got some jump step chance here. We got a lot of waves. People they just wave in parades. You just waves and you get waves back. But uh, I don't really know where it's coming from. People are great. Uh, yeah, Jeff Goldblum plays a minor role in this. Um, he doesn't. He's not a minor actor. He's not a minor actor. He's not. He doesn't really. Uh, I, I love Jeff, but he doesn't like. A lot of these guys look like they should be in the Western times. Like just you know, like you have those guys that kind of just look. I don't think of Western when I think of him. Yeah, you don't think yeah. like they make him look. Obviously, he looks like he's of that time. He's wearing the right outfits and stuff like that. But I just he like when you just see him. I guess you're just so used to seeing him in other things. He doesn't seem like he fits that motif. Of that sort of thing, but he is a in this he's supposed to be like a gambling place owner and that sort of thing. So that could be what the issue is. So, what, what, what was, you know, he, what was this on the scale? He's a gambler. He's a gambler that's there. He runs a gambling ring. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm messing this up, big time. Are we have some debate about this? So uh, 
Chris, Chris is going to disagree with me. He, he thinks it's big. I just, to me, it doesn't, I've seen a lot of Western movies that I liked a lot more of this. I think all the Clint Eastwood movies before this time are much more memorable and much better movies than this are. Do you disagree with that, Chris? Well, Danny Glover, I don't Danny Glover. It seems like your only <laughs> reason for why you think this is so good is because Danny Glover's in it. And I have nothing against Danny Glover. I think maybe you do. <laughs> but he's not enough to push me over the edge of a, uh, of a great movie here. I think this is an okay movie. I think it's an okay middle movie. Tier? I'm going to say it's a middle tier. It's a Harry Connick Jr. on the Jeff Goldblum Independence Day movie review scale. Or, as the good reverend would say, why we on this particular mission, we'll never know. But I do know here today that the Black Knights will emerge victorious once again. Amen, man. Amen, reverend. So I think that's where I'm going to rate this. Chris is going to disagree. Fair. He believes it's top tier. He believes it's the top tier Jeff Goldblum movie. But I would go to say that Chris has not seen. It's a Danny Glover movie. Okay. We'll go there. All right. Uh, Pat, what did you want to get to? So you remember we were talking about the Swedish fish Oreos? Yes, yes. And how and disgusting how much you hate, of an yes. idea that was? Yeah. They have the firework Oreos. It's only available for a limited time. I would imagine after tomorrow they'd probably stop selling them or just try and get rid of get them. Get a lot cheaper. Yeah, fire so yeah, fireworks by the time like these come out by the firework pop Oreos. candy, so I'm assuming yeah. that means pop rocks yes. in the vanilla uh, filling in the middle. So it's supposed Ooh. to pop in your mouth like a firework. <laughs> I don't know if I like this idea, but it sounds a lot better than their other ideas, like we'd mentioned. I don't, know, I don't know why they feel like they have to keep changing the Oreo. Like, does anybody have a problem no with how the Oreo tastes? The Oreo. There's an office quote where he talks about how the Oreo is like the one cookie you don't need to change because it's just, it's good the way it is. It's perfect. I don't find it really dippable when they're making these changes. No, 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 no. It's, you're right. Oreo is a very it's dippable... It's supposed to be like the chocolate yes. like, filling feel with yep. the milk. It's kind of weird if it's got like that candy taste to it. Yes, I agree. It's very, they're a lot more artificial flavor. You know, Oreo is about as artificial like of a cookie as it Oreos. gets. No, I don't like those. I think that throws me off too. I agree with that. Oh, a little ball ran across the street. We might run over this guy. This would be a perfect time as an excuse to run over someone. Because <laughs> you're not supposed to go in the street. Um, I don't know what, the, you know, we got, yeah, a lot of, a lot of interesting people out here. Pat, what do uh, you seen any good stuff out here? Uh, we've had a couple kids want to say hi on the microphone, but this, this area right here is a little... Do you think any of these kids know what a podcast is? No idea. No, I, I don't think so either. They have no idea. Yeah. I would agree with Maybe that we as well. explain it to them. I would agree. So... Oreo, you're not a fan of this? No. No. I think it's a, a poor promotional uh, product, I guess you could say. I would agree with I that. Don't, I don't think it's going to be a slam dunk. And I, may, I think it's going to make you not want to eat an Oreo. I agree. Yeah, you're, you're pulling you're away too much from, Oreo, the, from the source. You're going to get bad taste in your mouth. Yep, I would agree with that. Like, to me, the, you can make changes to, like, when you have those, uh, when you buy the, the, the like, chocolate cookies in a bag, they're, like, kind of hard. You can, like, make a chocolate chip cookie much better than what you buy in a bag. Yes. But when it's an Oreo, it's kind of like that's how you want it to be. It's right. all right if it's hard, you know. Trademark. Yeah, trademark. Same. Exactly. Soft Oreos are terrible. I don't know. How do you get soft Oreos? Old, old Oreos. Old. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're, you do not want soft. Old food's usually yes. bad. Old food is definitely usually bad. Unless it's cheese. Yeah, that's true. Unless it's cheese. Yeah. It's still weird how they do that. I don't understand that. I have to ask the cheese guy. We haven't asked him. Yeah. Um, so, Pat, when I was in... Uh, when I was in New York uh, two weeks ago, I had an interesting top. This is something I forgot to talk about on the other ones. I, uh, I ended up talking to the girl who played the middle girl in The Human Centipede. 
Oh, no way. Did you ever see the human side of beef? I've just seen it recently. Okay, this is perfect. So I she was played... extremely bored. I was not bored after that. Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to be bored after watching the human side of beef. So this girl played Lindsay uh, in, in the human side of beef. Ashley C. Williams is her name. She was the, basically the main character. She's basically the main Besides character. Besides the crazy yeah. doctor. Yes. Yeah. Well, there's two girls, but yeah. But she's the main girl. Yes. And so I had a log. I ended up, you kind of, there's a small cast and a small crew on this movie that we're at. And me and her and then my boss and one of the other producers on the movie are sitting down at lunch. And for about 30 minutes straight, all we talked about was she just told us about the human centipede. While you're eating lunch? While we're eating lunch, oh, which man. is about the worst time to listen to stories about the human centipede. Uh, because it's just, as if anybody has not seen that movie, go ahead and check that out. Because it's worth seeing some <laughs> just, of these things. Just read the description. It's one of those things like, uh, it's one of those things like, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, one of those things like... Uh, Two girls, one cup, which is just kind of like a disgusting thing, but you just have to see it, yeah. right? Just to hear the story. That's like how Human Centipede is, but a more, a much more watchable version, much more PC version, I guess, of that. But if you could call Human Centipede PC. So, uh, so anyway. That's interesting. So she's, she was super nice, and she was telling us about like her audition and stuff like that. And basically, they had her like <laughs> go down on her hands and knees, and then they basically just wanted to see her eyes. They basically, she oh. said, so much of the audition was just like. What kind of acting can you do just expressing with your eyes? Because, like, as if those who haven't seen the movie, your, your mouth is tied up to somebody else's butt. Mm. You know, as you know, Pat. And then, uh, so all you see is the person's, like, top half of their face. And so you kind of have to do, show all these emotions of just the top half of the face. And so she was able to do that enough to get the role. She did good in that. And she was really good in this movie. And uh, so I'm really excited to see how this turns out. But it was just interesting to see that, you know, she's like, oh, yeah, I did this little movie. You're like, like oh, what's up, you been in? She's like, I did this little movie. Yeah, like, I don't know if you guys heard of it, like Human Centipede. Like, she said it really casually like she actually thought we hadn't heard of it. Oh, come on. And all of us, that. A lot, all of us obviously had heard of it because we were super excited. You know, so it was uh, good times talking to her. But, uh, yeah, definitely some, some interesting stories. And the super nice girl. It's funny because she's, like, married with a kid now. And it's yeah. funny because, you know... Don't show the point, kid that yeah, don't show the kid, Maybe don't show them all everything you've done um, with that. There was something that Trevor brought up recently, Pat, uh, that, that I thought would be interesting. So Pat hates when they call Las Vegas Vegas, right? I, I, yeah, yes. I just think it's like a... I don't, I don't even know how... It's just not appropriate. Like You act like you're from there when you say it. Yeah. You know? So the official name of the new NHL team is the Vegas Golden Knights. They're from Las Vegas, so it's okay. None of the players playing on the Vegas Golden Knights are from Vegas. But the team is from Las Vegas, so it's okay. I mean, it's a start off. It's to okay. Call, but to calling the, the no, starting off. No, it's the Vegas off. chance from <laughs> all the boys going to Vegas that pisses me off. <laughs> but these guys. They act like they own that city. That city owns them every time they visit it. <laughs> That's true. That part is accurate. It's but like the, the song, time. what's that one song? The club can't even Ooh. handle me right now? You can't even handle the club. <laughs> But Las Vegas, they're just starting out the the Vegas Knights. So shouldn't they at least wait a year before the Vegas no. Knights? Like now they actually actually live there for a little bit. You, you're missing my point. Okay, entirely. okay, you're okay. Okay. <laughs> so you're not upset about this? No. All right. Here's something I am happy about, not upset about. Uh, the new the new Mummy has been released now for some time, right? Okay. Uh, have you seen the reviews on the new Mummy with Tom Cruise? I can't say I've stumbled across it. Yes. No. So I've looked into this recently. Uh, it has not been doing good, and I am pumped about this. Why? Well, because they remade. It's, obviously, it's a little different remake than 1999. Brendan Fraser's The Mummy. But yes. I was very upset when they had, you know, one 18 years later, and they're going to remake The Mummy without Brendan Fraser in it. 
and uh, with not Tom fair. Cruise starring in it. And I'm like, I, you know, I'm not a fan of this. So yeah, look why this up. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is a good actor. He is. I mean, he's he's a little overdone. I think he's just in too much stuff. But he's a good actor and stuff. Do you disagree with that? Uh, I'm, no. I just wonder why Tom Cruise. What? Hey, here we got a gnome. The White Sox gnome. Pat works for the White Sox. Yeah. <laughs> and he's on Facebook. There we go. All right, guys. Thank All right, you. thank you. Um, yeah, a little White Sox gnome came and joined us. Pat's a big fan of that. Not a Chubbs gnome. She's got a uh, Cub shirt over there, Pat. So we got a little both. Uh, anyway, so um, the uh, reviews came out for the new Mummy. 15% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow, that's 15% it? on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, a 5.8 out of 10 on IMDb. And first of all, it's really hard to get low ratings on IMDb. Everybody's usually pretty happy. So I looked up what the mummy was, the original mummy, 58% on okay. Rotten Tomatoes, 7 out of 10 on pretty IMDb. Pretty steep drop. So pretty, yes, pretty steep drop between the old, you know, and the new. So obviously, Brendan Fraser stepping it up big time. You know, I, I don't know why you remake the money when... Is it like so the same storyline? No, it's a little different storyline. Obviously, same basic concept, but what this is is a remake of Universal's, like, the original Mummy, which was, a, like, one of the... When you when they started coming out with, a, like, original scary movies, basically. Okay. There's, like, all... There's, like, the Mummy, that kind of... The, the remake and all the Universal originals type of thing. So that's what this was. So... So they're going to, like, remake Dracula and Frankenstein? I think a bunch of those type of things. Those, the and werewolf? yeah, So this was their first... The, the were, Yeah, Wolfman. So this was their first attempt at that, and it did really bad. Uh, so, so that's not a good sign. Not a good sign, but also a good sign for Brendan Fraser. I like those classic horror movies. You're a big fan of those yeah. ones? Yeah, so this, like I said, if they did an all right job, I just don't like the fact that they're choosing the mummy for this. I see, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Your point. Uh, is there anything else you want to get to, Pat? Uh, yeah, let's, let's sneak bitch what in here. Okay. I said bitch. Bitch what? Bitch what? I said Bitch, what? Bitch, 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 bitch. You said bitch. Yeah. Uh, so I'll start off by saying I see this all the time. What's with picture or what's with people posting pictures of their feet? When yeah. It's nice outside. Yeah. I don't understand that concept. Like, what are you trying to say by showing everyone your feet? It's always when it's nice outside. So, like, are yeah. you supposed to assume when it's nice outside you don't wear shoes? People wear less shoes, the hotter it is the less shoes. I'm looking at shoes, I'm looking at people's feet right now. You don't right want now. to see the nice stuff outside. You know yeah. what I don't want to see? Your feet. And the ground. And yeah. the ground. <laughs> yeah. But no, I, I swear to God, it's everywhere, man. It's on Snapchat, it's like some... Yep. It's not just girls, too, it's guys. Yep. Seeing some dude swinging in a hammock, just showing the world his feet. I just don't understand the concept behind it. I really, uh, not a lot of good dude feet out there, right? No, there is not a lot of good I don't really like, I don't really find any feet what? attractive. Uh, there's a lot of foot fetish guys well, out there. One. Maybe that's what Maybe it's for. Maybe, maybe there's... people who do it have those, you know, preferences with the feet. That could definitely maybe be that's it. That's it. Yeah. Trying to find other feet people. <laughs> that's, that would be, yeah, this could be very in-depth. I think it's a lot, yeah, I think uh, it's definitely an option for what that is. I th that's a good point. Uh, yeah, Chris just said that the feet are the so true I, test I, of how hygienic you are. saying that... It, they're, they have clean feet. That's a good point. Everything else is good to go. <laughs> right? If your feet are good, everything else is good to go. If your feet are bad, like you can, I don't know. You could say you could tell a lot by a person's feet. That's a very good point. Yeah. Somebody, there's nobody. Everybody, everybody that has like a clean feet, gonna take a clean feet picture. That's somebody that brushes their teeth twice a day. Like that's like they're they're gonna show your feet because that's the easiest part to get dirty, right? 
No, you can wear socks. You can wear shoes. Yeah, but you, none of, no people are showing pictures of their feet on Instagram where they have their shoes on, right? I'm saying they only do it when it's nice outside. Pet, yeah, well, yeah, but I understand that. My pet, whole point is pet. you should show the nice stuff outside and not your feet. Okay. That's my point. <laughs> bitch what? Okay. Uh, extended bitch what? Trevor, you want to talk about the pants situation earlier? The, the UFC, the UFC fighter? Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Trevor's guys, in the car with us, by uh, the way. I forgot to mention that. Here. Yeah. Um, so recently there was a, a fight. I don't know if it was UFC, MMA, whatever yeah. it was, between two women. And one of the women uh, happened to soil herself on the mat. So it happens. She even tweeted out uh, later on, which was funny. She tweeted out, shit happens, which is funny to me. <laughs> um, but as a follow-up to that follow-up, uh, recently a fan had contacted who, the woman who soiled herself and offered to pay $15,000 for her soiled undies. And at that point, I mean, it was for his man cave. And at that point, you either risk getting your man cave super stinky, but if you wash them, where's the value? Actually, where's the value to begin with on that? That's just my point of view. Yeah, I guess anything is worth what somebody will pay for it. This is like another one of those weird things. People want to buy things that don't make any sense. You yeah. Know, like, what was it? We talked about the Harambe Dorito or something. <laughs> yeah, there, there was a, yeah, there was a Cheeto that looked like the uh, Gorilla Harambe that died. And somebody paid a lot of money for well, that. What was the other one? It was like uh, the Virgin Mary was in like a piece of toast or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, this yeah. is like another one of those things. Like who has the money to buy that, number one? And this yeah. one I just don't see any point in getting. No, this – For $15,000? Well, why did he – did he start with $15,000 or did he start with like, hey, like I'll have $100 just so you don't have to uh, – $100 so you don't have to throw that away. How about that? Yeah. Like I would start with that. I don't know if I'd go right to 15000 I just don't get the point. Everyone check out the poop pants on the shelf. I don't get that. <laughs> then you'd have to have like a picture of it up on the wall so people knew what it was, right? And then you just want that picture on your wall. It's just like, you have to, if you, like Trevor's saying, if you want to keep it unclean, which is, I guess, the only point of having it, you'd have to have it in like a sealed box. That's the only way Wait, to really hope do so. it. And then what's yeah. going to happen to that sealed box? It's going to be disgusting. It's going to, over time, yes. too. Yeah, no, that's not something you want to pass down to your kids. So this like, guy gets an extended bitch what? Yeah, <laughs> I would agree. I would agree with that. So, Pat, how about some Tanzania news? All right. The infection causes immediate respiratory failure, and scientists claim that these patients are now transmitting. You know what Fugazi is? Fugazi. It's a fake. Yeah, Fugazi. Fugazi. It's a wazi. It's a wazi. It's a fairy dust. From Tanzania? Yes, I am. Uh, so this is about our boy Magafuli. Um, oh, yeah. He's our boy. He's become a little less of our boy as, as time goes on. He's a little bit... Uh, uh, he's never been our boy since he got really, rid of the miniskirt. That's a good point. Yeah. He's, he's just an interesting guy. Uh, definitely a little radical. Not necessarily a great guy by any means. But uh, here's a Tanzania president, Magafuli. After getting pregnant, you were done. No more school, Tanzanians. Moms to be. That's what he says. Uh, so, President Jaime Fuli is out of touch with public opinion, uh, this newspaper says. Is that a picture of him? This is a picture of him. you never seen a picture of him no. before? This is a good podcast when you talk about pictures and stuff like that. He's so. not what I thought he would look like. What did you picture him looking like? I don't know. He looks like a professor. He does. Yeah, he looks he like... He looks smart. <laughs> he looks very smart. <laughs> looking he's at not him. very smart. I, well, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, he just has... He's very he opinionated. He's the country. Who am I to He's say, very opinionated. You know? And, uh, yeah, I don't know if he's smart necessarily, but he is something. But uh, he says, as long as I'm president, 
no pregnant student will be allowed to return to school after getting pregnant. You are done. That's a quote. You are done. From the president. And it's a law dating back to the 1960s, and it was to ban mothers from attending. 55,000 Tanzanian pregnant schoolgirls have been expelled from school. So what are, what are, what are the benefits of this? Uh, so the, he gets to this, and he says that the reason he wants to do this is, this is, uh, Magafuli said the girls would be too distracted to concentrate on their studies if they had a child, and their presence would be a bad influence on other girls. I don't does, does that, <laughs> I feel like that's the opposite of what happens. Like, yes. you see a pregnant girl, you're like, I probably, you know, like, that's probably a lot tougher of a situation while I'm trying to be in school. I probably don't want to follow in that footstep. Uh, but he also said, after calculating some, a few mathematics, she'd be asking the teacher in the classroom, let me go out and breastfeed my crying baby. What? <laughs> also a quote from the president. Isn't the point to get someone uh, to watch your kid? Yeah, well. <laughs> Create programs? So they had the hashtag. More jobs? Hashtag stop Magafuli was uh, trending for a while. Oh, Trevor's playing this live thing on thing. Um, Blow the speakers again. So one of the, so a lot of the local things have, uh, like Zanzibar had law similar to that, and they stopped that in 2010. They said about 21% of Tanzanian girls aged 15 to 19 have given birth. So you're cutting out 20, one-fifth of the girls that could be going to school throughout high school time, and they had to leave because of this issue. Like I said, 55,000 total people. I don't know what the situation is there, yeah. but wouldn't you be less likely to... Find a job if you're not educated. Well, that's totally what these are saying, is that the issue is that now you're just improving the, you know, yeah, these moms that might be single mothers are going to have a harder time even getting jobs now because they're not educated. Wow. So it's just, it's making it worse. Hashtag stop Magafuli. Hashtag stop Magafuli. Um, yeah, he's a little bit, uh, he's a little bit out there. He's a little out there on some of his ideas, but. Uh, you know it's real when they got the hashtag. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's how you know, that's how you know it's real. So. For those that don't remember, we're uh, Warren Grove Parade here. It's pretty lively, pretty crazy. Uh, seen a lot of. Uh, it's kind of it's always this temperature out of there because it's kind of hot. Actually, a little probably colder than a lot of times, Fourth of July. Yeah, sometimes it's usually blazing hot out here. It's hot, but it's not like crazy hot. But It's like the middle of the summer. I don't know the last time that it rained on a Fourth of July. So there was one guy, Chris, while I got you in the car here, I want to talk a little basketball. He's a Capricorn. Uh, <laughs> there's one guy. Do you know this is some people that just seem to not age? Chris or uh, Trevor before this was talking about the three on three, the big three basketball tournament. And who are you saying that looks way older than before? Katina Mobley. Katina Mobley. He said he looks. He's been out of the year, uh, league a few years and looks like he's like 60. There's a guy that has been out of the year, league for I don't know over 10 years and he looks younger than he did when he was playing. And I'm talking about Jeff Hornacek. Have you seen a picture of Jeff Hornacek recently, Chris? I have seen a picture of his daughter. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I've also seen that. Um, big fan. But I think there could be something in these jeans, Chris, because I, I will pull, I'll put up a side-by-side -side picture on the Facebook post. There, he literally looks younger now uh, as a coach than he did playing basketball. He looks old. I remember watching I watched a lot of the like, uh, Harvard classics that NBA channel likes to have. And he looked old when he was playing but now he literally looks younger than he was. It just, it's a weird thing. Uh, for all your fans out there, uh, one of the things I've noted while watching the 3-on-3 three three basketball is that there are two less players on each team, and a total of four less. So there are only six players instead of the standard 10, which I uh, wasn't sure if your fans were aware of. That, wow, that actually does quite, that changes things up quite a bit. That is some in insight. The, in the total situation, I do like that. Uh, that's some good insight. And you're here to hear first. You heard it here first. Thank you. <laughs>
<laughs> um, so I do want to talk about, this is kind of like outdated at this point now, but um, the bowl, we've not talked about the Bulls draft at all and how I lost my good friend um, and follow, a fellow student, Jimmy Butler. Yeah. Uh, no longer on the Bulls. Uh, sad day for Bulls Nation. I just feel like they don't have a plan. No, I'm not seeing. Well, actually, I'm seeing on red, white, and blue. It's a lot. A lot of people are. I'm wearing red right now. I mean, like you're furious. I'm furious just because it's just I don't. They just don't. Um, you know, obviously a ton of people have talked about it at this point, but Jimmy Butler was the one good thing they had going for the team. And if I get that, you know, they're like, all right, maybe they're saying we can't build a team around Jimmy Butler, which I disagree with. But what they're saying is that they want to rebuild. Basically, they've gone that direction. But then they do things like get rid of their second-round draft pick for cash because, you know, you need that extra cash that you get from getting rid of a second-round pick. Uh, you're really tight on cash, especially if you're getting rid of Jimmy Butler. You had one of your biggest contracts. And then, uh, then they get rid of – they don't keep both of the first-round picks. They trade Jimmy Butler for – they move up, you know, like nine spots, and then they don't keep their other, other first-round pick. So they kept the same number of picks, and then you actually got rid of a pick with all this doing – and they're supposed to be rebuilding. So I don't really know how they're doing that. On top of that, none of the young guys that they have are really showing that much of a promise to be like, these guys could be like legitimate starters. Yeah, yeah came in, and it, luckily they got rid of, yeah, came right in the ass. They got rid, they, the Bulls like to collect point guards, and it got counted the other day before they got rid of like Rondo and Cannon. They had like eight, they had eight rostered point guards, uh, which is just absurd. And now the, I think they have like six, or by the, by the end maybe they'll have four, but hey, guess what, you really only need like two, three maybe. Uh, they just love to add on these extra points. They, they just, I don't know. It doesn't really seem like they know what they're doing. Those are my, that's my opinions on the Bulls, Pat. Just trying to get young. It just doesn't make a lot of sense. Well, getting young can make sense if you know what you're doing, but it doesn't really seem like they know what they're doing. It just kind of seems like... Uh, Maybe, so they just got cash for the one guy. What'd they get for the other draft pick they got rid of? So they got rid of, they traded their draft pick and Jimmy Butler for the Minnesota Timberwolves draft pick, and then two players. One of those players that didn't end up starting last year, and the other player who's just coming off an ACL tear. Not smart. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best way I can Superstars. describe that. Superstars. Superstars. Um, that one guy is very good. Zach Levine is a good player, but he, uh, like you said, I mean, he's known for his dunking, and he just tore his ACL. And obviously, people come back from that a lot better than they used to, but it still is Maybe a factor. Maybe they're trying to free up all their cash for a big superstar in like a year or two. Yeah, but they had a superstar that they just got rid of. You think he was a superstar? Jimmy Butler was. A, he was actually an all-star. Yeah. He was I a mean, top... A superstar. Uh, He's like one of the best players in the league. Like top five. He was not top five, but he would definitely... 100% top 15, potentially top 10, Jimmy Butler was. Okay. So you're not going to get... is it weird they're all going to Timberwolves? That who is? Uh, all the... Well, yeah, it's the old, it's the old coach. Yeah, but it, it's the old coach. I don't understand what their theory is out in Minnesota. Like, it didn't work there, but it was going to work here. Well, they have better – I mean, now they've got Jim Butler in his prime, and then they've got a bunch of young guys that are actually really solid players over there. I mean, they're going to be a much better team than the Bulls were in the last couple of years, I think. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. We'll gonna see. Be playing that D. Yeah. Pat, you know what happened today was the uh, Nathan Hot Dog Eating Contest. Do you ever watch that? I was going to bring that up. Yeah. Did uh, Joey win again? Joey Chestnut won. He set no a record. Way. He set a record with most hot dogs. 72? Is what the final was the unofficial count. I, I didn't know, stay I around to see all the, that in your body. I really just can't. It is that crazy. It's is, is it really personal record seventy three? Chris says, but not Nathan's. Yeah, it was the Nathan's that like record. A miserable time. Have you ever had like three hot dogs? Like, what's the point after that? It's all the same. 
you have to just feel horrible after that. Like I would imagine. It, so. That's one of those things you like You definitely throw up. Well, they say the real show is after. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the real show is after. The some of the it's it's so funny like listening to uh they like show as the guys enter like the other guys are in the the competition they say like what the other guys have won at and this guy's like the kale eating champion and frozen yogurt eating champion kale. i saw a butter pat you would have loved this i did see one time a butter, butter? they had a butter um it was just sticks of butter that so was a food eating competition yeah it was a full stick yeah you would eat a stick are they frozen like those things melt no i guess maybe i don't know i don't know how they must they must have just pulled them out of the chiller i don't know like but they time. weren't frozen, otherwise you'd have to... Yeah. What do you think about a butter popsicle? Would you be okay a with that? butter popsicle? Yeah. It's like just popsicle on a stick? Or it's frozen? Yeah, what do you think about... Yeah, would you if do that? If it's frozen, I wouldn't want to eat it. Yeah. I told you, I like, I like the, the oh. feeling of it. Oh, squishing around squishing in your teeth. Squishing in my teeth. Yeah, okay. You're right. That's so the perfect kind of Frozen is not going to be so good. I like yeah. the feeling of squishing the butter with my teeth. Yeah. It's just crazy that these guys are able to eat this much. Because like you said, I mean, I can eat maybe... Yeah, Four, I feel like I'd be uncomfortable I think with, five, right? five, you top out. Yeah, five, you kind of top out, you're done. And when you think about just fitting all that, it just doesn't seem like it's physically possible to, to get your stomach to eat like that much. It just doesn't seem like it's really worth it. And do you enjoy eating? Like, I just, I question if you really enjoy eating after that. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can never, there's no way Joey Chestnut just casually enjoys, like, a hot dog no. on a weekend, right? No. You just have to be done, you have to be so sick of that taste. What yeah, are, I don't know. What are foods for you that you're just kind of sick of eating? Like maybe you had them with a bad circumstance or maybe is there a drink or something like that? I don't really eat chocolate that much anymore. Yeah, you kind of got just sick of... I had so much chocolate growing up. I can't, yeah. I can't, like, can't do it anymore. Every time I get chocolate, I, like, I feel like I'm going to go to sleep. Yeah. You got to have milk with it too. Yeah. If you eat just chocolate by itself, it's kind of like a weird dry taste in your mouth. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. But yeah, not a ton of sweets anymore. Uh, I overdid that growing up. Yeah. For me, it's uh, Jameson. Oh, okay. <laughs> not, not, a, not a Jameson guy anymore. Uh, not that I ever it's really not was. Captain Morgan or yeah, no, Burnett's. It's no, Jameson. specifically Jameson. Too much Jameson. Um, and so, yeah, that's one that I'm going to pass. That would be my Joey Chestnut. Of, uh, that would be my hot dog for Joey Chestnut. I'm assuming. Again, so you're going to do 71 shots of Jameson? No, I would never do any more shots of Jameson. <laughs> <laughs> but. Well, now we know what not to get you. Yes, exactly. Uh, so, Pat, I was, uh, I heard a song the other day, which I'd heard before, and I wanted to talk about if there's many songs that you think the, the remake is better than the original. Okay. Um, and I, two came to mind for me. And one was uh, Hurt by Johnny Cash, the remake of the Nine Inch, that's better than the Nine Inch, Nine Inch Nails version? song. I've heard a ni- an interview with Nine Inch Nails say that they thought that version was better than theirs. Granted, that's a really powerful music video, too, that he put yes, together. Yeah, and he, he made that right before, pretty soon before he died. Yes. Um, and so that, that song I like better than... I've, and like sometimes I hear the Nine Inch Nails version on the radio, and I'm always like, I wish they would play the Johnny Cash version instead of this. Because I've never heard... I don't know if I've ever heard the Johnny Cash version on the radio. Um, I'm sure it's been on. I'm sure it's been on, but I just... I but hear just the Nine Inch Nails version. What do you hear Johnny Cash on anymore? That's a good point. Yeah, you don't hear a lot of that. But... So that is one that came to mind. Uh, the other one was um, no, it's the sound of silence. Oh, the yeah. remake of uh, Simon and Garfunkel's year. song. Yeah, yeah, that was nice. I like that. I like that better That's than a, Simon and Garfunkel's original Oklahoma, one. Man. That's where I'm from. I did not know that. Yes, disturbed. But and I like that a lot too because I mean that's like a death metal band. New metal. Okay, new metal. But Whatever I mean, this song is a very—it's a ballad. I mean, that's like yes. they're just actually singing it. And it gets some like. And it gets intense. Yeah, back. yeah. It gets like it builds up and it's intense. But I like that better than 
than the original, and then I like hurt Johnny Cash is hurt better than I like Nine Inch Nails. Do you have any that come to mind for you of a remake better than? Uh, uh, well, this this is like an old, so I don't know if you can consider it a remake, but yeah. like an old Irish folk song. Yeah. Would be uh, "Whiskey in the Jar" that Thin Lizzy played one time, and then Metallica played it. Yeah. I like the Metallica version better. Okay. And you just saw Metallica recently, right? Did we talk about that? Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. We're going to have the uh, announcers coming here. Who's that? Let's see. Let's see how this goes. Okay. Nice. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Some free press. Uh, it wasn't really free press. You had to pay to get in the parade, <laughs> but 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 press nonetheless. Um, any press is good press. That's a good point. That's a good point. Pay on play. Pat, this guy looks like your friend over. Look at this guy, Pat. Wave at that guy, right? The, <laughs> the guy with the, the guy with the sleeveless guy. That's it. <laughs> sleeveless guy with the tattoos. Sleeveless guy with the tattoos. Bandana. Uh, good stuff here. Uh, so we're actually running toward close to the end of the parade. Is that correct, Chris? Uh, yeah, we have 500 yards. 500 yards left. We got some good fans here. I've actually not been looking out the window most of the time, so I've been missing a lot of waves. A lot of people have been waving to me. Uh, it's kind of you know a little distracted by uh, the whole recording. Recording. So that's why Tre got Trevor's here. Uh, we got Chris. So Pat, anything uh, else you've been thinking? Uh, what what are Fourth of July songs you hear during a fireworks show? Okay. Which ones belong and which okay. ones don't belong? Okay. I heard Katy Perry's fireworks. Yes. 100% that I heard that three. That belongs. I agree. I heard it three times at Arlington yesterday, though. Okay. It was a little much for me. In the same me. show? Only once during the fireworks, yeah. two times before that. Okay. Um, Proud to be an American was playing. Yep. Proud to be. That makes sense. Um, Proud to be an American, fireworks. And I'm, uh, I, those are the two that always stick out to me. What are some other ones you can think of? R-O-C-K in the USA. R-O-C-K. I have not heard that very often for that. No? I like that. Um, I don't know if I'm just riffing the Ray yeah. Charles version of, um, what's that song? America the Beautiful. Oh, America the Beautiful, yeah. That's a good one. That's a goodie. Yep. Uh, I don't know of too many patriotic songs. Maybe we could do... Uh, to Live and Die in L.A. by Wayne Chung. <laughs> I don't know. Can't say I know that song. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it should be on the list. <laughs> should be on the list. Uh, to live and die in L.A. by Wayne Chung. Is that Wang Chung? I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, not not familiar. Don't know. Listeners will know. I've seen a lot of songs on a couple of lists I was looking at just just don't make any sense at all. Like what? Like that one song, Chicken Fried. Well, see, that's a, they just assume country music is more American than yeah, that song, some other Summertime music. Summertime by Kenny Chesney. Yep, yeah. I just don't understand the 4th of July relation. Again, yeah, like I, I hear a lot of country music played during fireworks, but I, I don't, especially up here, and I, every fireworks show I've seen has been in the north. The majority of people are not, you know, yeah. big country fans. I did, there was one, there was a dubstep song that was played during one of the fireworks show, which was interesting, you know, like one, one dubstep song was played with fire. which I'd never seen that before. Wop, wop, wop. So that was, uh, it was interesting. I like, it was it was, it was a big mix-up from the Katy Perry. It's a certain kind of fireworks. It's a I certain kind of fireworks, yeah. I also feel like there hasn't been a lot of technology changes in fireworks in the last 20 years. No, you think that's something they could figure out. It just seems like it's, like, most like of them are just... Like the is, maybe? They are good. I have no problem with them, like, but it's just, like... what do you really like, do to change that? Just, I want explosions in, like, Explosions a, a in triangle. explosions? 
How about like a <laughs> triangle one or like a... Uh, I see some smiley faces and hearts. How long have those been around, Chris? How long have you seen like those kind of different fireworks? Uh, I don't have any response to that. Okay, perfect, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> okay, uh, so I guess I don't have a real answer to that, what that would be. Um, but, <laughs> oh, Pat, I want to get into these captain's hats. Okay. Uh, me and Pat are wearing captain's hats right now. I got these in Martha's Vineyard with us with my brother there two weeks ago. Me and my brother went out to a bar. Um, this is an under-21 bar. What? For, for purposes of my brother being under-21. Oh. Uh, so, <laughs> we go. <laughs> we go. <laughs> so the mobile rig we were using to record uh, kind of ran out of battery, so we had to end the show there. But it was a really good story, and you'll hear more good stories in upcoming episodes of Chubstep every Thursday on iTunes. Tell a friend, and the show has ended. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.